it's Sam and Scott from Ship It Studios Premier Wrestling Podcast, Above the Ring. And Sam, let's talk about Riverside.fm, the leading podcast and video creation platform that's changing the game on how creators record their content. Riverside.fm allows you to record studio-quality audio and up to 4K video on their platform. Now you can interview a guest a thousand miles away, and it will sound like you're sitting in the same room. Did you know that it's as easy to use as Zoom, but it gives much higher quality audio and video recordings? Did we mention that they have a mobile app? This allows guests to connect directly from their phone and record content from anywhere. After your content is finished, you can easily grab clips to share them across your social media channels. So if you're looking for a platform to put over for all your recording needs, from podcasts to webinars to other video content, you should be using uh, Riverside.fm. Sign up today so you can focus on your content and leave the quality to Riverside.fm. Use promo code SHIPIT and receive 30% discount on the first three months of your subscription. Ladies and gentlemen, this is your Elimination Chamber post-show. Sunday. You know what that means. Oh, my goodness. What a show. It just ended literally less than 10 minutes ago. And uh, I wasn't even going to do a post-show at first. And then I realized after what had happened tonight, I'm like, nope, got to do it. (laughs) There's no ifs, ands, or buts about it. (sighs) Elimination Chamber is always been one of those gimmick pay-per-views that I've always had a special place for in my heart. Um, I just love the Elimination Chamber match. Um, It goes all the way back to New Year's Revolution way back when when, uh, Edge first cashed in the Money in the Bank on John Cena after John went through a hellacious match. Eliminating Carlito at the end to retain his championship. And that might be a little bit of uh, foreshadowing, but we'll see what happens. We'll get right into it. Obviously, the big uh, shocker at the beginning of the show, uh, Keith Lee not medically cleared to wrestle tonight. So he was removed from the United States Championship match. So... During the kickoff show, they decided, well, let's have a fatal four-way match to determine that third and final spot for that title. So we ended up with Ali versus John Morrison versus Ricochet versus Elias. Great match. (laughs) Not going to lie. The rest of Retribution was out there as well supporting Ali. Uh, At the very end, they uh, attacked Ricochet on the outside. Ali was... Watching all the carnage happen, and unfortunately, John Morrison took advantage of that, rolled him up, got the one, two, three, and gave himself the opportunity to go for the U.S. title tonight. Uh, obviously, Retribution not happy about this, and we'll see what happens going forward, if anything, between those two groups. Um, but yeah, we jumped right into the main show. With our first Elimination Chamber match, it was SmackDown Elimination Chamber. The winner of this match got to face Roman Reigns for the Universal Championship later in the night. So, match started off with Daniel Bryan and Cesaro. Cesaro literally being the hottest 
WWE superstar uh, lately just mowing through everybody, and it was whew, this match was really did a great job starting off the show. Uh, so entering third was Corbin. Sami Zayn was fourth, and uh, when Sami went to enter, he tried to stop. Uh, Baron Corbin from getting in, but he forgot to close the back part. Cesaro was able to grab him, ragdoll him, smash him back and forth inside of his pod. It was probably one of the funniest things. Um, chasing uh, Sami Zayn a little later in the match uh, along the sides of the <laughs> the chamber and then flexing on us all, doing pull-ups on the top of the roof. So I'm like, all right, Cesaro, you're showing off now. Stop it. <laughs> um after that, Corbin taps out to Cesaro for the first pin as KO comes out fifth. Jey Uso, surprise, surprise, comes out sixth. KO eliminates Sami Zayn, went down to four. And then right after that, Jey Uso being brilliant, traps KO's arm on the outside of the cage door. Multiple super kicks to his face. Then drops an Uso uh, splash onto KO and eliminates Kevin Owens. We are down to three. Daniel Bryan, Cesaro, and Jey Uso. This is where things got a little upsetting, <laughs> at least for me. Um, I had picked KO and Cesaro, and back-to-back, KO eliminated first, and then Jey Uso eliminates Cesaro right afterwards. <sighs> It's a little upsetting, but it is what it is. Uh, but Daniel Bryan then uh, drops Jey Uso with the running knee, pins one, two, three, and he's ready to face Roman Reigns. So I'm thinking, oh, okay, this will probably be the match right before the, you know, the the Raw uh, Elimination Chamber match. Nope. <laughs> Roman's uh, obviously not getting paid by the hour. Comes out, and uh, Daniel has literally been d- just beat up for a good 40 minutes. Tries his hardest. It's almost gets the win. Roman goes in for a spear. Daniel baits him. Turns it into a uh, yes lock. He holds it in for a good 20, 30 seconds. And I was like, are you kidding me? Is he going to tap? And no, no. Roman gets out of it. Throws on the guillotine. Daniel's already half passed out already. Passes out, ref calls for three, and that's the end of it. Roman obviously doing some light work tonight, all celebrating and all, you know, cocky and whatnot. Gets up on the top rope, holds the belt high, gets off, and then bam! Hits with a spear. It's Edge. I loved how fast this happened. Edge spears Roman, Roman drops to the floor, Edge points to the WrestleMania sign, and the fireworks go off, and I'm like, well, ladies and gentlemen, here is your main event of WrestleMania. Edge and Roman Reigns for the Universal title. It's probably going to headline night two. It's going to be amazing. I cannot wait for it. So, moving forward... We had a little uh, interview in the back with Bad Bunny, our 24-7 champion. And Miz interrupts and 
talks some trash. Bad Bunny slaps the taste out of his mouth. Literally, like, full palm action. It was great. Miz sold it. Well, maybe he didn't sell it. Maybe it actually turned him around. I don't know. Uh, but he went to when he went to turn around, Damian Priest standing right there. So, well, guess Miz ain't doing much. <laughs> ain't doing much now. So, we then move on to our U.S. title match. Fantastic match. It is both John Morrison and Riddle challenging Bobby Lashley for the title. And for the entirety of this match, Lashley was literally a man among boys. And and for this entire division, it didn't, didn't even matter. Like, he's just tearing through everybody. But the unfortunate part about a triple threat match is you don't need to get pinned to lose your title. And that's exactly what happened here. Lashley, though, did have Morrison in the hurt lock, and it looked like Morrison was going to tap. But Riddle ended up taking the crutch from MVP, who's injured, smashes uh, Lashley in the back. Lashley goes out of the ring, and then Riddle pins Morrison. And Matt Riddle is your new United States champion. I actually love this finish only because now Lashley is free to go after the big belt, which I think he should have been doing anyways. So this works. Hopefully Lashley decides he doesn't want to go after Riddle for a rematch and just kind of lets it go. And I think after what happens later in this night, I think we might have already gotten that answer. But We'll see what happens. Going forward, match after that was for the WWE Women's Tag Team Championships as Nia Jax and Shayna Baszler took on SmackDown Women's Champion Sasha Banks and the 2021 Women's Royal Rumble winner, Bianca Belair. Great match. Uh, Bianca and uh, Sasha actually look real fluid as a team, and, and I really hope that maybe they'll continue um, Reginald, unfortunately, gets involved, tries to help Sasha win by using a champagne bottle. Sasha clearly was just like, what? I'm not going to use this. And then the ref cop catches her with it. Ref takes it away, starts yelling at Reginald. Sasha's not paying attention. And Naya takes advantage. And uh, tag champs retain. So we'll see what happened. Reginald's in hot water pretty much with half the women's roster at this point. So he, he needs to um, get his shit together. <laughs> um, surprising, surprisingly enough, after that, we see The Miz talking to MVP in the back. And I was like, what? is going on now thinking about this back it makes all the sense in the world because we went right to our main event um obviously the match that oscar was supposed to have apparently isn't happening <laughs> so we just jumped right to the raw elimination chamber match um randy orton and jeff hardy starting off the match and everybody else uh, in their pods with sheamus being the last one out 
Um, <laughs> this um, this match was absolutely outstanding, and the funny thing is that, <laughs> and they're gonna hate me for. It. My, my buddy Sam over at Know the Ropes is going to hate this next segment, so he might stop listening now. But, but earlier in the night, he started giving me a little bit of a little bit of trash because King Corbin was eliminated first, and he and he messages and says, "You know, Corbin eliminated first. Randy would never." And I'm just like, "Oh, I said you watch yourself. I said you might have just marked Randy's fate." He's like, "No, no, no, not at all. Nope, nope, not possible. Nope." Well. <laughs> well, guys, um, Uh-oh. Randy eliminated first <laughs> by Kofi Kingston after Kofi comes in. Um, Kofi comes in fourth before that was Drew McIntyre. And uh, it was, um, I almost broke my couch because I was, I, I was, I jumped off as fast as I, I don't even, I think faster than I've ever moved in my life. And I was dying. Oh my God. Like, thank God my neighbors are not home because they would have like probably rushed over and thought I was getting murdered because I was dying laughing so hard. It's just, this is the feud that just doesn't, it doesn't stop. It just keeps feeding itself, and it's just so wonderful. <laughs> Thankfully, you know it's all in oh, it's all in good fun. But you know, Randy gets eliminated first, and everybody else comes out. Like I, during all this, I completely missed almost ripping the plexiglass off of AJ's pod, letting AJ escape before it was even his time. Almost then gets ejected. AJ then gets in the chamber and starts fighting. Sheamus comes out after that, and Sheamus and Drew literally just went at each other like you're watching a brawl in the middle of an Irish pub. My God. It was just, it was great. And for it took literally like 20 minutes for somebody to get eliminated after that. So even the announcers are like, oh, it's been a minute since Randy Orton was eliminated first. And I'm like, all right, keep rubbing it in. It's just great. Uh, but after that, uh, Kofi then finally gets eliminated by Sheamus after a burrow kick. Jeff Hardy was then eliminated by a Claymore kick uh, from Drew. And then uh, Drew gets hit with a burrow kick by Sheamus. And within te- within three seconds of that, AJ jumps off the top rope, hits the phenomenal forearm, eliminating Sheamus. And then he goes to do another phenomenal forearm to Drew McIntyre. And Drew hits a picture-perfect Claymore in midair as AJ is coming down. One, two, three. The man retains. I was like, dear God, what a match. The problem being, pay-per-view didn't end right away. Because normally champions start celebrating and that's the end of the show. Well, it really didn't do that. And I'm like, there's something fishy going on. What's going on? And remember me talking a little earlier about the whole situation with MVP and The Miz? Well, here it is. Lashley out of nowhere levels Drew with a spear. 
just beat the ever-living crap out of them. And then The Miz. I don't even know what to say. Besides, this was the perfect time to do this. Lashley just laid out. Drew, Miz comes running down the ramp with a ref. And Lashley, as he's walking away, just kind of looks at him, keeps on walking. Miz gets in the ring, hits his Miz DT, like I like to call it. Drew kicks out at two. Then he hits the skull crushing finale. And ladies and gentlemen, for the second time in his career, the Miz is the WWE champion. I will say that again. The Miz is your new and new WWE champion. I cannot wait for Raw. That's the first time I think I've said that in a long time. It's going to be incredible. I'm now so excited for Fastlane, which happens in middle of March. First pay-per-view on Peacock for those who live in the States. And who knows what's going to happen? Is it going to be Miz versus Lashley versus Drew? And then, who knows? We may have ourselves a triple threat match going into WrestleMania now. I'm okay with that. We'll see what happens, but what an ending. I literally stood up and applauded. I, I just I just loved this pay-per-view. I thought it was great from top to bottom. Not not a bad match on this card, which is which is great. So I can't wait for Raw tomorrow. And then we go into the rest of the week. Ah. And on the Bedlam side of things, you know, we just released uh, Super Ghost Radio Episode 1. If you guys haven't listened to that yet, please do. Our, our newest associate, Jerry and Sam, sit down and talk about video games. Talk about who's the most overpowered video game character of all time. It's a good, good episode. Please go listen to it. We'll have our regular scheduled post uh, podcasts coming out. A raw review tomorrow. We'll probably have an OFR on Wednesday, and then our normal on our uh, Above the Ring on Friday, SmackDown Study on Saturday. Folks, we are heading full steam. We are definitely on the road to WrestleMania, and I am so excited for it. If you guys please don't, uh, if you don't already, please listen to everything we got going on. And please follow us on Twitter, media underscore Bedlam. You can find us on Facebook and YouTube as Bedlam Media and on Instagram as Bedlam Media Official. You can find me pretty much anywhere. It's uh, Scotty J Stream. And, oh, man, I'm just riding such a high off of this pay-per-view. Thank you guys so much for listening. And uh, most importantly, don't forget... To join the bedroom. Have a good night. Welcome to the All 80s Movies Podcast. I'm Bill. And I'm Jason. And this is the podcast where we talk about the blockbusters, the flops, and everything in between from one of the freshest decades for movies. 
the 1980s. So whether you're a brain, a jock, a valley girl, or a Jedi, we've got some 80s classics for you. Do these movies stand the test of time? Are we discovering something new? Is there an 80s movie we're finally watching for the first time? Join us each week as we dive into the cinematic nostalgia that inspired and influenced a generation. From the hits to the cult classics, we'll discuss our earliest memories, favorite scenes, fun facts, and our not-so-favorite movie moments, too. It's the All 80s Movies Podcast, now available on all major streaming platforms. Please subscribe and happy listening.